Fellas, it is May 19th. It's a wonderful day. It is a Thursday night, um, and we've got a pretty cool announcement that we'd like to start off the show with. That is that we're going to two episodes a week. How about that, huh? How about that? Yeah, how about that? Huh? How about that? I like that. Yeah, we need the like the, the people. The people need more content, you know, because we uh we're, we're we're doing something special here, guys. You know, so uh, I, I would uh, yeah. I would tend to agree with that yeah. statement. So yeah, we are yeah. going to two episodes a week. We'll be recording on uh, usually now schedules change, but usually on Thursday and Monday nights, meaning that the episodes will be published on Friday and Tuesday mornings. Because I don't stay up all night. I'm sorry if you have grievances. Send it to our email. I probably won't read it. Well, you can set it somewhere. Yeah, you know. um, but, fellas, yeah. today's going to be a great episode. We've got a great guest. We've got a lot of great topics. Tends to be some pr- a pretty good product here. Coach Richard Conrad joins us from Anna Maria College out in uh, Massachusetts. And uh, let me tell you, one of our favorite guests on, on the pod so far. Can we, uh, can we agree on that? Yeah, first impression, definitely a friend of the pod. Definitely yeah. a friend. Without I think question. That is an, that is an absolutely question. understatement. Yeah. Look, out, look out for uh, Anna, Anna, Maria. Anna Maria. What's the mascot again? Dude, it's like a... I, it's like I got a it was a bird or something. No, it was a cat. <laughs> it was a cat. It was a cat. <laughs> I couldn't tell about the logo. I, I kind of forgot. It was a little blurry. It's like the jackrabbits, isn't it? Yeah, it, it looks cool. Uh, it was cool it looking. Looked, to me, it looked like you know a wolf what? or you know a what? wild cat. I'm going to look it up right now. You look yeah. it up right now. You go for it. Um, but he but, is a cool, he's a cool dude. But Coach Conrad, definitely a friend of the show after that conversation. He is the run game coordinator, recruiting coordinator, and offensive line coach for uh, Anna Maria, whatever their mascot may and, uh, be. Jimmy's going to find out. He's also a big fan of chicken tenders. Yep. <laughs> he, he, infor- he informed us earlier that his one meal would be... Chicken yeah, tenders, did curly fries, waffle fries, and a Mountain Dew. So yeah. hey, yeah, he's a, he's a man of Michigan good taste. guy, man. He's a man of good taste. Michigan, Michigan guy. made Coach Conrad. Um, but after we talk to Coach Conrad, we'll hop right into some. I think we go college football today first, fellas, instead of the NFL. Mix it up a little bit because in college football, Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher are going at it right now, like very publicly. They're arguing about NIL deals, calling each other despicable uh, narcissists, and like. This Throwing is like, shots. dude, like real shots that we have not seen thrown. Jimmy, you're raising your hand. They're the AMCATs. The oh, AMCATs. A-A-M-C-A-T-S. The I've, AMCATs. I've heard of that. That's what? baller. I've heard of that. The Anna Maria AMCATs I've never, baller. I've never heard of that. That's that's very unique. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I like it. I'm here for it. I like it. But uh, in other way, in uh, college football, I just made up that word. Otherwhere, we like that? Yeah. Okay, good. Otherwhere, uh, after we go past Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher, fellas, we have the first ambidextrous quarterback that may be gracing the NCAA gridiron. Number one overall pick. Yeah, I don't know if we'll go that far. The kid's like a sophomore right that's now what, That's school. what Lamar said. Did he? He said number one overall Dude, pick. Lamar you, said that on Twitter. Can, yeah. If you can get a guy to drop back in the pocket, and when he makes a read... He decides if he's going to throw with his left or his right arm. <laughs> listen to me. You listen to me. It though, like, listen to me. That is superhuman. Yeah, that's that insane. doesn't just happen, right? I've never met this kid. I actually haven't even seen his film. I'm just trusting you guys that there actually is that an ambidextrous quarterback. <laughs> it's blind if that trust. is true, if that is true, I, I am just I'm, I, bu- I'm bought it. I will I'm say it. I will say he throws the ball better with his right hand. He does. Left, but he's also like 15 or 14. Yeah. And he started on the varsity team as a freshman. And I, it will be noted. Hey, we're going we're gonna to get into this more, but he didn't start Dude. playing quarterback until he was in seventh grade. And he's a sophomore. Oh, so, it, very cool story, fellas, uh, that we'll, we'll break Where's down this kid later. From? Where's this kid um, from? We'll get into it later. You're going to have to oh, listen to the I, pod to find me. out. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> but on the NFL side of things, guys, uh, Jair Alexander, 
Oh, man, that's a tough one. Jair Alexander, cornerback for the Green Bay Packers. He, he signed a big extension in Green Bay. It's going to keep him around for a while and keep him paid. Jimmy is grimacing in his seat right now. See, I'm a big fan of Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Oh, and, and you don't like that. Resigning Jair Alexander is really bad for that the development is, of Justin Fields. That well, it's, that's really bad, bad. for the NFC It's North. bad for the entire NFC. It's, unless you're a Green it, Bay yeah. fan. And I mean, not to yeah. double down on your, uh, your tough day here, but we're going to go right after that into Tariq Cohen going oh. down. He was IG live streaming a workout, and he ruptured his it was Achilles bad, live dude. on IG, IG live. Stick around. Video? We have that video that we will probably pull up here. Yeah. I won't have any sound on it because it is kind of disgusting. Oh, um, but the video itself is not very graphic, but he did rupture his Achilles. It was confirmed by Adam Schefter, my boy, my favorite. Um, and, and that's just terrible to see. So we'll talk about Tariq here in a bit. You hate to see that for anyone, especially our boy Tariq You know like his life story and stuff, too? Not enough dude, of it. That guy, that guy has been through it all. He yeah. posted. He posted like a blog. Like it was last week, maybe. My buddy, my buddies. We we had this fantasy football chat, and we were just talking about Tarikon. He was we're, we're all Chicago suburb guys, you know, big Bear fans, of course. And uh, I forgot who sent it in. One of my buddies, but it was just his his life story. And this guy, I I encourage you to read it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, Tariq Cohen has been through the mud. I tell you what, and the fact that this happened again, it's just like, because oh. he's such an easy guy to root for. I know, you know? he's he's yeah. undersized. And he's and he's a very good run blocker. He was good, despite the fact that he's like a little smaller. Mm-hmm. People always think like, oh yeah, Tariq Cohen is really good in the open field. He's really good on, on the outside. He can step in and block. Yeah. Like he's a really good football player, and it, it just it's just a shame that he can't stay healthy. It, it sucks. It, it is. It, it does sucks. stink. And so we'll talk about that. Um, and on a very polar opposite side of the NFL, Deshaun Watson is taking the Cleveland Brown offense to the Bahamas. That's uh, <laughs> that's the kind of that guy is, you want to be leading that your is, team. That is the roller coaster. Yeah. That is NFL news. Always, but especially right now in this weird part of the offseason that we are in. Um, but, fellas, per usual, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see all of our handsome faces. You get to see the boy, uh, Coach Conrad, when he comes on here very oh, yeah. soon. Uh, do not forget about the timestamps on YouTube. But you guys, I, was, I had the camera on me. Yeah, that was, oh. that was embarrassing. Because you were saying our the, smiling faces. and the I boy, That to, boys were doing a wave. <laughs> uh, our smiling faces over here uh, on Park Street, you know. That's on me. Are you going to uh, out us? Oh, oh sorry. Oh, Depot's going to be knocking on the door any minute. Uh, but do, if you are watching on YouTube, do not forget about the timestamps. You can go on uh, the red play bar there in the video, or you can go in the link in the description. Description, get right to the part of the conversation you'd like to go to, and then you know, hopefully, stick around for yeah. just for a bit. Maybe hit the you subscribe know, button. Maybe, maybe, maybe hit that. the like button. You know, maybe maybe, the, you know? maybe hit the follow button on social media. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe repost a couple clips. You know, not gonna hurt on not social media. Hurt. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. So follow us on Twitter at d one underscore rejects and on Instagram at division one rejects to see highlights from the show. And whatever goofy stuff we decide to post on there also. Fellas, before we talk about any more of this mess, let's get right into our conversation with the man, now friend of the show, Coach Richard Conrad. Joining us on this fine day is the run game and recruiting coordinator at Anna Maria College in Paxton, Massachusetts. It's offensive line coach Richard Conrad. Coach, really excited to have you on today. Yeah, yeah thank you. I appreciate being on here. Of course, man. Now, I, I guess, like, kind of jumping right into things, before you got to Anna Maria, you're a Michigan guy. You're from, from Flint, Michigan, excuse me. So that's uh, a little yes, bit of connection correct. back to us, I'd say. But yep. um, something that I saw on your resume that was kind of interesting to me is that you were the video and social media coordinator at Mansfield University before you went to uh, Anna Maria. What was, what was that like? What did that job entail? So um, go back in uh, time, go back in history. So – I'm born and raised in Flint, Michigan. Um, went to Northwood University, uh, Division II in Midland, Michigan. Yep. And 
I didn't play. I got in coaching right away. And I knew since playing high school football, I knew I wanted to be involved in football no matter um, what I can do. So I became a student assistant for all four years. And then after graduation, I knew I wanted to turn this to a career. So I got the job at Mansfield University in Pennsylvania as offensive line coach, uh, social media coordinator, and video coordinator. So the experience of the video I did at Northwood. So I had the experience of running my own managers, filming, uploading a huddle, sharing to coaches and players. The social media wise was new to me. I'm not really too good with graphics. I had to learn. I'm still learning uh, how to make that. That never stops. I will will tell you that that the learning never stops from a guy who does a lot of photo and video work here for Northern. And that like that field, as I'm sure, you know, even though you're not, uh, you know, I, I guess, at maybe as involved, but that field has just exploded as far as college yes. football goes. You've got yes. teams like, especially TikTok is a big one where yep. teams have just exploded onto that platform. Yep. And well, it is so impressive how they like, they are constantly churning shit out to just yep. all of these recruits and, and so the one, everything. The one for TikTok is probably Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. They're good. I say they're good with all the graphics. Cincinnati is really good. South Carolina is crazy. Yep. All of their socials are, are unreal at South Carolina. Clemson always, I feel like, yep. dominates App all State. those ratings. App State has, oh, yeah. has yeah. a few viral ones. Yeah, it's crazy. Had, I'm, not, Michigan I'm not too good, experienced. Uh, social media page. Our, uh, our, friend Kobe, our, friend, our friend Kobe here is, uh, runs our socials for Northern Michigan football, and he, uh, he, he does a heck of a job. Well, does a heck of a job. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're getting up there. All right. We're <laughs> yeah. not, we're not to the level yeah. of those guys we we're just hey, talking about, yep, but not uh, yet. Northern's, Northern's on the map for sure. Now oh, we're getting wise. there. We're getting there. I tell you what, <laughs> we're getting there hundred percent. But yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's just something that is, that has exploded um, for me, I guess. And, and just looking at that as an, I was going to say as an outsider, but now like being able to do that and be behind the scenes, yep. that's a lot of work, man. Like that had to oh. add a ton onto your, your already your job description. So for us here at Annemarie College, uh, we had all of us pretty much chip in and we make the commitment graphics, offer graphics, all that kind of stuff. It takes hours and hours of trying That's to find all the right. house. Yep. Yep. Man. Yeah. So D3 wise, we're short staffed. We're not huge in uh, like the division ones or division twos. 100%. So, so a lot of it we have to do on our own. We wear many hats. Um, so yeah, so we're still, I'm learning. I say everyone's still, still trying to learn the, all the cool graphics. Cause a lot of times that's what recruits care about. Yeah. Especially on visits when they come on campus visits, it's all about taking a jersey or taking a photo with the Jersey on. Isn't that crazy? That's so wild. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you, you know, you can give me some money, whatever, but what can I put on Twitter? Yep. You know what I mean, what can I put yep. on Twitter? What, what, are, what are all my boys yep. going to see? What are all those other coaches that recruited me going to see? Yep. What do you do? Yeah. What can you and do can right be, now? And that's uh, pretty much keeping up with the Joneses. You have to yeah. adapt and overcome and especially the way the world is now. It, it totally is. And a lot of it has come from, we're going to talk later about some NIL deals that have happened. Uh, Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher have been like oh, very yeah. publicly going at it. Um, yep, back and forth each other. Now, you know, even us and you are in an entirely different universe as far as the yep. NIL goes yep. um, from those guys, right? The giants of, of the SEC, but that branding and that name, image, and likeness has kind of filtered its way all the way down um, through all levels of college football, NCAA or otherwise. Um, and you just see a lot more personal branded content, I guess would be the right way to put it, where yeah. you're promoting 
uh, players' personal profiles. You're promoting yep. their brands. So uh, I know with us, with for our signing day, we did like Instagram collaborations with all of our new signees. So that oh. post went out to both their personal and our team accounts was really cool. Um, you have a lot of teams that will tag their players and posts like that. How does that kind of change the game for you guys, especially because – you know, you don't have a full-time staff. Like you're just talking about, you don't have a full-time staff, uh, you know, making a hard knocks episode every time yeah. you go out in the field. Yeah. Right. So how does that, how does that change for you guys? So we all just pitch in together. Um, there's eight of us on coaching staff and luckily for us, we actually live on campus. Uh, four of us do. Okay. So I live on campus. Um, so I'm here all the time. So it's pretty much full-time uh, job here for the players. But we all just pinch in, uh, make commit graphics. Every time a recruit comes on a visit, we end with the photo shoot. And I take all the photos, and then I try hey, to pick the best go. one. Yeah, try to pick the best one, make a commitment graphic if they commit to us, and then make it up, send it to them, and they tweet it out and go from okay. there. Hey, how about, how about a hand for our boy, Coach? Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> he's working. Photos, photos, working, graphics. Man. Yeah. Yeah, man, is on, I respect that. Cause I that I'm telling you, man, that is a lot of work like that. And a lot of that goes unnoticed. I'm, I'm yep. totally sure. Especially yep, behind when, the scenes. Um, and we've had a lot too, where you make a graphic for someone, you know, not every kid commits, right? No. You're going to send out your no. graphics to kids that these are probably never going to see the light of day. Some yep. of these yep. pretty thankless work, man. Sometimes, especially the offer graphics. Uh, yeah. I say a lot of, we try to, Offer pretty much everyone that's interested, that actually takes time coming on a visit, um, yeah. apply and all that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of schools that sends out a thousand offer graphics. And, oh, we know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we just don't have those schools. Coach. Yeah. So it's just crazy. But for here, uh, for us, for Andrew College, if you take the time to come out of campus visit and took the time to apply and the application is free. So that's what. We always try to get like, hey, once you apply, you don't know well. better options the merrier, um, more options the merrier. So we always say, hey, if it's free application, might as well take the time and apply. It takes 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Now you talked about um, being the student assistant over at Northwood, who was a former GLIAC team. Now they've made the yep. move to the GMAX, I'm, I'm sure you're aware. But yep. is that, uh, a, you know, we talked before getting on the podcast. You didn't know about this uh ECFC uh, football league no. Massachusetts. You didn't know anything about it. I no. didn't know anything about it before uh, I knew I was going to be having you on the podcast. But um, is that a goal of yours down the line to make a return to Michigan to a potential uh, school? It it all depends. I don't I don't mind being out here. I love the East Coast. Uh, being out here since March 2019, I uh, love the East Coast. I love um, visiting new cities, new areas with, especially uh, Hartford, Connecticut, New York City. Boston, they're all less than hour and a half, two hours. Uh, Providence, Rhode Island's an hour. Um, the Boston accent gets me with all the different, uh, yeah. And then Dunkin' Donuts is pretty much everywhere. I say big Dunkin's guy now. Um, hey, coach, you something. Have you been to Fenway yet? No, no, oh, I have not. Oh man, no, no. I'm a, I say I'm, no. a, I'm a huge baseball guy, you know, and I uh, okay. I'd like to go to different ballparks across America. Yep. Fenway. Is, has been my favorite, and I'm a diehard White Sox fan. Okay, the Chicago White Sox and yep. the Red Sox. Fenway Park is the most. It's it's amazing. Oh yeah, I can't no say doubt. enough about so, it. You gotta go. You got. I know. I know. Time wise, I gotta find the right yeah, time. I know, but, yeah, I'm sure you. I know you're a busy man. You're a busy man. But we did go as a staff to uh, Worcester Red Sox or uh, Woo Sox 
was the triple A team for the Boston Red Sox. And that's 20 minutes from town. That's sweet. So yeah, it's brand new. They moved from Rhode Island to uh, Worcester. So it's triple A team of the Boston Red Sox. So that game was awesome. Uh, The brand new stadium was cool. They have uh, nine different craft bars on there. Um, That's pretty cool. Hot dogs. Oh, that's sweet. George Coney Island. So yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Just didn't make it a boss. Certainly. Let's talk a little bit about the league that you guys play in. I I definitely, like I said, I can not say I'm very familiar with it. The Eastern Collegiate Football Conference. First of all, you guys play Coast Guard, who's also in that uh, ECFC. I didn't know they actually had a team at any level. Have you guys always played them? No. So uh, Coast Guard was our one of our uh, non-conference opponents. Okay, so that's so, not a conference. Yep. Gotcha. So no. Uh, yeah, Coast Guard's uh, Division Three in all sports. Um, Interesting. Nichols, uh, Mass Maritime, and Coast Guard was our three non-conference games, and then the rest we played conference games. So. Our first game actually got canceled a uh, couple months before the season because Becker College closed. No way. Yeah. Uh, Becker the entire school. Huh? The entire school, not just football. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. They closed during COVID. Ooh. So they went remote for first semester. Then they tried bringing it back for second semester. And not a lot of kids went back. And they have money problems to begin with. And they closed. So we didn't have a week one opponent. So we didn't play week one, which hurt us in the game against Nichols. No, totally. I believe that. And now I'm going through, obviously trying to do my research, looking at your guys' yep. schedule. And I'm looking at this last year, seven and three. Uh, you lose yep. in the first round of the playoffs. I'm like, okay, this is a team that's got, you know, obviously has had some sustained success. Yeah, and there, there it is. Yeah, the head shake. So then I'm looking back between 2018, 2019, that program has only won three games total in those two yep. years. What the yep. hell were you feeding those kids over the COVID year? So, <laughs> so long, long story short, um, most of the staff got here in March 2019. Coach Marooney, our former coach, uh, he left to Lock Haven, uh, Division II school in the PSAC. Okay. And him and all of us as coaching staff, we came together and bonded together. Uh, most of the coaches – we're here for one season and gone. So the uh, uh, connection of the coaches weren't there. So all of us stayed. And then the players, it went down to the players now. Before, the problem was no leadership. Um, when Coach Maroney got the job in 2017, he only had 16 players. Oh, my God. Six, so he had a, 16 yeah, total so on, the he, entire, on the entire roster. What? Yeah, when he got the job. Yep. How many do you guys so have now? Well, he uh, 102 right now on roster. Oh, that's fantastic. And then we have about 50 to 60 coming in for the that's fall. A hell of a turnaround. Holy cow. That's oh, a yeah. hell of a turnaround. That is a legit yep. recruiting so, class, too. And yeah. I know Division three is, is usually get those larger recruiting classes, but even still for that, that's a good number. Yeah. Yep. So, lucky enough, um, 2019, we had only four seniors. That junior class, which is his first recruiting class, came back during COVID. For their fifth year, and we had we just had the team that came to uh, came together, and it bonded during COVID, which is awesome. So for us as a school, we didn't go remote. A lot of East Coast schools went remote for the entire school year or the entire first semester. We told we're like we need our guys on campus. If not, they're not going to come back. They're just going to go either stay home or go to a cheaper school. So we. 
were in school, uh, we tested uh, twice twice a week and did all that kind of stuff for the mask. And we practiced three times a week during the fall. Uh, during the spring last year, we actually had full pads. Uh, we practiced 24 times or something like that. Yeah, that uh, sounds that sounds really similar to what we had going last spring. It yeah. felt like it felt like a, almost a fall. You got a lot oh, yeah. of, of fully padded practices there. Yep. And man, it was I know for oh, us yeah. too because we were going well, at uh, six o'clock in the morning, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so spring, that, ball, spring ball was always bright and early. Yeah. Yep. So that right for us early. was uh, was grueling. I know. Yeah. Was, you're you're not in your head. Was that a similar situation for you guys? Yeah. So, uh, well, it's different. Wise D three, you couldn't have any pads um, before. Really. So before twenty nine or before the rule changed. Yeah. D three, you can have spring ball practice, fifteen of them. How same as D two. Yep. But no pads at all. No way. So my first spring when I got here, we had no pads at all. No helmet, no shoulder pads, no, just a jersey on pretty much work technique. That's I've never heard of that before. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Because yeah, obviously, all- as you know, I mean, shoot, you're the run game coordinator. Like, yep. how are you supposed to get an actual oh, look? It was, it was coming tough. from, you know, I play running back, and I, yep. Jimmy and Kate will be the first to tell you that I am not the guy that's in a helmet and uh, shorts type of player. Yep. I'm not outrunning anybody on our team. So <laughs> – I mean, yep. I, it's just, it's tough to get a real look like that. It's got, oh, it was, it was, it was pretty much just work like for old line, just work on steps. Um, offense, we did like two, two hand touch during uh, spring of 2019. So a lot of things have changed, which is awesome. So now this year, uh, this past spring, the division three wise, you can have four now. There you go. Pad practices. Getting there, uh, getting there. We, yep. So with a new rule change. So it helped. A lot this year, uh, especially from last year with 24 that we had full uh, full practices with a scrimmage uh, last year too. Yeah, that that is unreal. Now looking at um, you know we talked about the success that you guys had this past yep. year. The two games you lost. I'm just taking a peek at your schedule. Yep. Seven points and four points. One score yep. games each. Yep. Yeah, I know you. I probably wish you could have those two back just to cap yep. off the the incredible season you guys had. But you know you look ahead now. You've got those guys there that seem to be gelling. You've got the coaching staff that has been around that kind of that same dynamic. Yep. How much do you guys return? How much of a, you know, I guess a possibility or how excited yeah. are you? So we, we have a lot of, uh, come, a lot of players coming back um, for their fifth year. We have about nine to 10 fifth year seniors that are coming back. Gotcha. And a lot of the, the guys that were making plays on offense, uh, we only lose one starter. On offense, that is which huge. is uh, one of my that positions. That's massive. Yep. That's massive. So our quarterback is coming back. Um, receivers. So we have the eighth passing offense in uh, all Division Three. Wow. So, yeah. So we throw That's the ball big. a lot, but we do have a couple of stud running backs coming in to help us be both dimensional, not just one. There we go. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, I'm looking looking forward to the fall, and uh, our motto is running back. So well, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, so as it, should. Our, as it should. The playoff game was great experience. Um Delaware Valley, there are a loaded Division Three school. Oh yeah. Uh they made the playoffs ten years in a row. Holy so we we drove to Philadelphia. We stayed or we ate Philly cheesesteaks on the Rocky Steps, uh visit Rocky Balboa statue. Really? Um yeah, so it was a great time. Yeah. We started open the game up. We scored the opening kickoff to start the game off. So our first playoff game ever. The boys were probably buzzing yeah. at this oh. point. They had to be. Oh, I was high-stepping down the sideline. <laughs> there was a video I tweeted out a couple months ago. That, uh, 
that's all my Twitter that I was high stepping down the sideline. So oh, I might I might great. be taking that up when I edit this and throwing it up here. I know I hope you know it that. Was, that's what the people yeah. call passion right there. Oh yeah, what. that is oh, yeah. that is just that is passion. Yeah. I tell you so what. So it it started out hot. Um, they turn they turned the ball over twice. We had five red zone trips and we just couldn't punch it in. Couldn't Man. score. Oof. So Delaware Valley they had the number one defense in all of Division three. Uh, nationwide or nine stat categories, if you want to call it. Nine uh, different categories, number one. Yep. yep. They had two temple transfers on the D line. They're twins. Um, they're both <laughs> linebackers were 6'3, 250. Uh, their safeties and DBs were above 6'2. So it was, it was tough. It That's was tough. a squad. Now, how far, yeah. how far did they end up going? I didn't, I didn't, uh, they lost close. the final week. They did too. Yep. To Millenburg. Okay. Uh, they lost fourteen nothing to Millionburg. That's like some Big Ten football. Yeah, that yeah. score. Yep. Yeah, their whole defenses were good. Yeah, so, no, that's uh, awesome. Millionburg guess... scored quick twice, and then that was it. That was pretty much it. That was yeah. As far as scoring goes, that was that was at the end of it. Um, now I guess then moving forward for you guys, how do you take that next step? You got to that big stage. Yep. You did have to play a, a pretty daunting opponent, like you're talking about. But how do yep. you now move forward? You're telling your guys, run it back, right? How do you yep. move forward and take that next step? So what helps is the experience. So before the experience here, we never had experience of winning. It was losing after losing, maybe one win. That was it. Yeah. Now that we have the experience of actually putting on a win on a Saturday, come back, have a great week of practice, and then win again. We won five straight in the row uh, last piece, or last season, mm-hmm. and – which is the most wins in uh, school history. And before the Anna has never won more than two games or even back-to-back. So we have the experience of winning now. That's uh, in the history of the football program. Yeah. So football, so the, it, in hindsight, Anna football has only been around since 2009. Really? Okay. I didn't so know we're that. Newer, yeah. yeah. So we're a newer program. So in hindsight, we're only been around 12, 13 years. So – what hurt was the starting over in 2017, pretty much. And then revamping the program and getting recruits in here, getting a full team. And uh, But the experience comes back, and then we have a lot of returners that are coming back. They actually played a lot of games. And we brought in a good freshman class. They were coming in. We have a few transfers um, in spots that we need. And other than that, it was – we have a great freshman class there are good football players. Uh, yeah. Most most of it D3-wise, you got to bring in a lot to um, help the school out. But for us, a lot of these guys that we have coming in, they're good football players. They're not – Yeah, uh, no, that's good. Especially, yeah. yeah, like you talk about a lot of the schools, you know, in your league, very much like some of a, a MIAA and R in, yep. uh, in Michigan here. Like you got to – you got to fill beds. Like a lot of these schools, yep. that is part of the reason why the program is there to bring in a lot of kids. But yep. the fact that you can – do both, I guess, essentially, yeah. is, is huge for you guys. Yep. Jimmy, you got some? Yeah, Coach, just one little thing to say <clears throat> before we let you go here. Yeah. Um, you know, you're speaking to a wide receiver here, and I would be yep. the first one to say you win football games by establishing the run game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. And I know there's a lot of, you know, there's new offenses. It's a modern-day game. you got to be able to throw the ball. Yep. You want to win championships, you got to play good gotta defense, and you got to run the ball. Yep. That's how you do it. Yep, exactly. So I can't, can't wait for the fall. Yeah, I, I believe it, Coach. But seriously, cannot say enough. Uh, thank you very much for, uh, oh, yeah. for joining thank, us here today. Thank you. Yeah, I will say, if too, you guys before want... we let you go, the man was 15 minutes early to the yeah. – Oh, hey. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. Oh, 
There we go. Yeah, there we go. He's got it. He's got it. He's got the hardware for it. Oh, yeah. I love it, Coach. So. Had, had to flex that before he got off the screen time. Right, right, right. I totally hey, forgot. We'll be that following is, along this fall. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, Definitely awesome. Checking so I'm actually, I'm actually driving back uh, next week. Drive back home. Drive nice. back home. I got you. Yep. Good so stuff. I'm working. I'm working a lot of summer camps all around Michigan. There you go. Yep. Good stuff, Coach. Well, safe travels. And uh, yep, like I said, you. cannot say thank you enough. Really appreciate. Oh yeah, it. thank you. I say I appreciate it, Coach. It was awesome. Yep. You take care, coach. We'll see you. That was awesome with coach Conrad. Like that dude, one of my all time favorite guests on the show. Very glad he could join us. And like I said, during the, uh, during the interview, he was 15 minutes early for the conversation. We're sitting here just shooting the shit, talking a little bit. And here's coach like pops on the screen, pops up on the, on the TV. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Hey fellas, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And then pops up too. And then flexes the trophy. Oh yeah. He had it ready for us. I mean, dude, they won three between 2018, 2019. They won three games and they're going to turn around and dominate the league. And, uh, the craziest stat, I know the fact that, um, Like they didn't, they had a losing record for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. When Coach Marooney, I believe is what he said, yeah. yep. took over in 2017, there were 16 people on, on a college team. on a college football team. There were 16 people, and the fact that they built that up to a winning program and a championship winning program, with that being said, yeah, is incredibly impressive. It's unbelievable. Like Maybe. that's that's like that's, the, that's like the blueprint for rebuilding a program right there. That is a that is the blueprint. Remember talking? We used to. Back during the recruiting process for, I don't know, me and you, we talked to the Mount Union a lot. And That's their, their, recruiting, their recruiting classes were very similar to what similar. they're bringing in. So he's talking about bringing in 50 to 60 kids, which is a very healthy number for Division three. They like to bring in a lot of kids to fill beds it's and like just to get kids at the something. school. Mount Union is over typically over 100 kids unless yeah. their ways have changed in the last two years. Because if they keep getting numbers like that, they're going to have to make a JD, JV team or something. Exactly, and Mount Union does have they're one. They're going to have like over 200 kids one. in the team, which, which is better for them, you know? Same thing in you, get, you get capped at, um, I believe, what is the number like? One, it's a little over 100. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a little over 100 that you do get capped at. They, he said he had, they have 105 right now. Yeah. So, um, that dude, but good for them, though. If you do make a JV team, what does that mean? That means more kids in the school, more money for the school, yep. and usually more money for the football program. They're allowed to do uh, more things here. Hopefully, hey, maybe they get someone to run their socials. Yeah. He's talking about the coaches do, I mean, everything. We got to send them a basket or something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll send them like a Raising Cane's gift card or something for yeah. some chicken tender. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> That'd be... Uh, something. We got to get him something, you know? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. But I mean, talking with him about how like the social media has has really just exploded. I think TikTok is the one more specifically for me that is really cool to follow. We have an NBA football TikTok. I just I don't know what to, to really post on there. It's very different content from the more I feel like Instagram is a lot more official type content and Twitter kind of along the same way. It feels uh, almost restricted as far as the team accounts go. But when you get on TikTok, it's very loose, right? The, t- the teams are trying to work the algorithm. They're using the sound. They're using the trends. And they're trying to show, like, I guess the more relaxed side of their players. It's a very different dynamic. You know what would be kind of cool? Like, just I would, like stuff with TikTok and, like, our, the, not really being much football activities going on. Like, just going to Edge or something and just, like, yeah, putting, like, a mic on somebody and just goofing. Like, just, that's a TikTok stuff, just being loose, like, in a Well, in and a actually, right brand. now, like, gym, like, gym vlogs are, like, super huge on TikTok. I don't know if you guys are on, like, the fitness oh, yeah, TikTok yeah. or whatever, but it's, like, I feel like everyone now is putting a little microphone on their, on yeah. their shirt before they go hit, like, you know, leg day or whatever. Yeah, and, and you know. If people we, just uh, eat that up. 
and if we, you know, our uh, <clears throat> our football team, the guys that are up here this summer, we're very like uh, energetic, enthusiastic. I think oh we could, I think, yeah! I think if we when we have all the guys in there, we have all that energy in the weight room. It's it's really it's really a, a cool sight to see. Yeah, Regar- regardless, oh, yeah. Of, regardless if you're a football fan or not, you know, seeing people get excited and motivated, it's it's gonna bring you know. Yeah. It's going to bring 100%. power to you. It's going to bring power to you. Now, I will say, we got two college football topics here. We start with the – do we start with the quarterback? Is that what we want to start I with? Think, we want to start with – do we want to start – we want to start with – okay, we yeah. can start with the quarterback then. Um, so, like we talked about, the video that I'm going to pull up here has been doing absolute numbers on socials. Yeah. And it – Jimmy, you have not seen this yet. I have not. This is ridiculous, Jim. It's, it's actually what? unreal. Um, so, we're going to – we'll pull it up here. Um, but this kid supposedly is... That's, that's pretty cool, too. Oh, yeah, hold on. Oh, I got to wow. get back to... Um, let me make sure the audio is off so we do not get a uh, a copyright strike here. But um, back in my... <coughs> back in my piece here. All right, so we've got the video pulled up. The first ever ambidextrous quarterback. Here you see him throwing with his right, throwing with that, his left. Jimmy. Now, the right, I will say, looks a lot more comfortable, right? You see him throwing uh, with that right hand. He dude. is right-handed. I verified. So there's the right. There's the left. Dude. I... <laughs> This kid is gonna be really good, dude. Dude, like these are these throws are legit. Bro, and this kid, is, I believe, is like a sophomore in high school. Dude, what? What's this? He's kid's, what's this those kid's balls. name? What's this kid's Mikey name? Mikey Gao. Mikey Gao. He's a quarterback at Bellevue East High School in let's Nebraska. Get let's get this kid on the pod, dude. Dude, I'm gonna reach out because this is some of the coolest stuff that I've seen in a while. So he started on varsity as a freshman at Bellevue East. He does, like I said, throw better with his right hand. And the word is that he's getting looks from Notre Dame, Michigan. Oklahoma State and hometown Nebraska. Um, every single university in the country should be calling this kid right now. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who's the current quarterback. If this kid can develop into a superstar, I mean, is if you anywhere in the country, if you start as a freshman of varsity, you're really good. Here he is, right like, here. He's twenty. You know I mean? He's graduated in twenty five. He's six two one eighty. And he's only what fifteen? Six two so one eighty. So he's probably going to be like he's probably he's probably going to be like six three two fifteen when he's grows, a senior. If he, he grows, grows a bit yeah. More. He'll, he'll he'll develop in the weight room, you know, get bigger, more athletic. I mean, this kid, this the ceiling is the ceiling he doesn't is, have a ceiling. The ceiling is the roof, as as uh, MJ yeah. once said. The ceiling yeah. is the roof yeah. for this kid. Yeah, <laughs> coming yeah. from, but okay, I'm more of a real point though. Coming from a, a quarterback, or I guess former quarterback's perspective on yeah. this, how applicable is this during a game? So. Not that you've ever thrown. Yeah, I mean, I think, now I will say though, yeah. Jimmy, you can throw pretty well with the opposite hand. Yeah, not I, good I, enough I, to go I, in I, and I, you know start dealing, you yeah. know, with the offhand there. But you you yeah. can do it pretty well. But how applicable is this? He, I don't know if he can like you know what I mean. I'm a, like if you're in the pocket here, yeah, you're you sit here. I don't know if it's feasible to flip hips no. and actually make a throw. You know, so so the biggest I, thing with what before you get into the detail of it, yeah. the biggest thing like what you're th- saying. I was thinking like if he's like. Given a like a like Jimmy was taking like a read. Oh, he's right here, and that linebacker comes. He pulls it out and left hand. <laughs> like, like imagine that, dude. Dude, okay, now not nothing. Nothing about this. Think about this. So I'm gonna take off the headset because I'm gonna just okay. You know, yeah, get up. Yeah, yeah, get up. So you might have to talk so, a little bit louder because we're not gonna pick you up on the mics. Yeah, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say put. I'm gonna say put. Okay, good. So <laughs> Mikey Gao, 15 years old. You know this kid throws with his left hand, his right hand. I would imagine I'd have to watch like his huddle highlights. I would imagine yep. he, he drops back in the pocket every time as a right-handed quarterback. That's what I would assume. Yeah, I don't know I if that's not actually. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the complete truth. However. I think it would be most advantageous when he's throwing on the run. That's exactly right. So, rollouts, so right? Have to like, be rollouts. Exactly. And from what it seems in the it, – it's like it looks like he's very good at throwing on the run with both hands. Yeah. So he probably knows that, right? That's yeah. got to be a strength. Yeah. Thing. So what that does for an offense is when you can 
when you can have a guy run to his, I mean, obviously, as a right-handed quarterback, I prefer throwing to the right. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's how universal. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you throw to the left, you got to get your shoulder around. But if this kid can throw with his left and his right hand, he's gonna feel really comfortable throwing to both sides on the run. And and and, and especially if I don't know how good his offensive line is, if he's gonna have to move around and like break the pocket. That's the best time to use either his right or his left hand. And the biggest thing is, like, the element of surprise. Yeah. He could be running out to the right, and, I mean, if he's got time, switch hands to the left and just find like, – it's ridiculous to think that somebody could do that. That yeah. was the first thing that I thought about was rolling out. And yeah. you see, like, you know, there are a lot of quarterbacks who – I'll probably stand up and do another example, but they've been working this drill where instead of, um, you know, trying to get up and, you know, on the run here – throw and like continue to run yeah they'll actually what they'll do i'm picking the mic up here yeah, now. go ahead go ahead actually yeah. what they'll do is throw and go right into a back pedal have you seen them do this drill yeah that's a goofy so, drill. no but they're like cool schools like texas like big time schools have incorporated yeah. this into their so quarterbacks yeah. will now come on the run here throw and directly go right into a back pedal instead of trying to you know do this type is of that's where they get their hips, hips turned yeah so i mean think about your momentum is coming around when you're yeah. throwing like this so yeah. coming right into that that backwards, See, and it's very interesting. Here's what I'll say about that drill, you know, and I think it's always good to try new things. However, when you're throwing a football, no matter if you're throwing on the run or if you're dropping back in the pocket, the most important thing is having your head centered. Okay. And, and when you're doing that drill, fair. and when you're doing that drill and you're moving all around and like that, like if you can keep your head centered, that's great. But I just think that's kind of a weird drill. That's just, that's just coming yeah. from me, and I'm not, you know, I'm not playing quarterback at Tennessee, and who am I to say that? But. Just based on drills that I've been taught by, like, the best quarterback trainers in the country. Shout out to Jeff Christensen, Preston, Sample, all those guys, you know. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Throw It Deep. But uh, I think they'd be laughing their, laughing their asses off at that drill. That, that's what I, that's just what I think. So, <laughs> Jimmy's not having the No, I'm not. Battle. I'm not. You know, typically I have my Throw It Deep wristband on, but it just broke, like, yesterday. So, I was, I was very upset about that. I, I got to get a new wristband when I go back home, so. No, I feel you on that. Um, I guess looking at uh, another scene in college football, we talked a little bit about the Saban-Fisher beef going on right now. This is serious beef, right? This is like 93 – this is like 95-5 beef, ground beef here. Like 95 fat, 5. Just lean, ground beef. 95 protein, 5 fat. Like there's a lot to this. This is thick, right? Um, And terrible analogy aside. (laughs) Hey, I liked it. I liked it. (laughs) Saban said that Fisher, quote, bought every player on their team. Now we're talking about the new NIL rules. And this comes right after Alabama came, according to multiple sources, as second in recruiting in the SEC behind only Texas A&M. Texas A&M, you have it right there. The thing with with Saban and uh, Jimbo Fisher, I've never been a Jimbo Fisher guy. Just never has really – he's always rubbed me the wrong way. Whatever. (laughs) But – um, I never saw the one thing I'll say about Saban and the Fisher thing is I never saw Saban's face during like when he was like making these accusations and like, that's a good point. Yeah. Like you and, saw, yeah. and if I'm not mistaken, very, very shortly after those statements made, maybe an hour, there was a, there was a conference release of Fisher and he was wound up. Yeah. The, he is despicable, and he worked for Coach Saban. He did, so that's exactly what I was going to touch on And next, he is, is the first assistant coach to ever be Coach Saban, so it yeah. kind of all is adding up. Saban, we'll talk kind of about, talk about more, but Saban's going out of his way to uh, take shots at Deion Sanders and Jackson yeah, State, and huge. Travis Hunter had something to say with that, also as well as Deion Sanders. 
But the th- I think is the whole thing with Saban is like he's such a guy that's like black and white. There's no gray area with what? him. That's very then, true. Then, then then don't say anything at all. Just go out. You know you're going to play in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> or at least get a shot, right? Yeah, like, exactly. In the semifinal. Like you've proven that. So just who get who gives a shit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're totally right, though. And, and so going back to to Fisher, he described his former boss as quote despicable and a narcissist who thinks he is God. Wow. Wow. That is. And, those are the exact words he used. Another thing. October eighth. So, by the way, so, the Lord's name in vain like that, but that's, yeah. those are the that's so, the quote. You guys ever heard the phrase "pick on someone your own size"? Mm-hmm. Oh, indeed. Why? Indeed. Why on earth <laughs> is Nick Saban arguably the greatest football coach of all time, who leads arguably the greatest football program organization of all time, Alabama? You know, just thank you. Yep. Roll Tide. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating Alabama here. I'm just saying, like, why are you going after Jackson State, bro? Like, what's your problem? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, I get, like I, I get it. I get it. Like, Travis Hunter, five-star recruit. Like, what five-star recruit goes to an FCS school? Like, not a lot, right? And, mm. yeah. But now now they've been incorporating the HBCU I'd aspect of things. The HBCU exactly. effect, and, for again, sure. and another, something notable, Travis Hunter, if, correct me if I'm wrong, is a corner. Yes. Is there anyone in the country right now to have someone coach you better than Deion Sanders? I, Jimmy, thank you very much because we have a group <laughs> chat. And I will say, Jack, Tommy Smalley, and John Smalley, <laughs> we have a group chat, and I was trying to explain this to them because I, I am. It's Deion Sanders. That's, that's what I'm trying to say because honestly, I don't think I if 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 Deion Sanders calls me and I'm in Travis Hunter position, which I'm not, and I don't like that's a great uh, whatever. I'm going there. Why would I not want to go there? It's Deion what, Sanders first what? of all, and second of all, you're you're going to play both ways. You're not doing that at. Florida State. You're not doing that, Alabama. There's guys better than you. Yeah. There'll be a guy better than you. Yeah. And you are that guy. Yeah. Uh, another thing? That guy. Let me ask you a question. That guy. Let me ask you a crazy question. Is there yeah, any is there any other coach in the country that is a Hall of Fame cornerback? That's exactly what I said earlier, is, is too. That's, is great, that, that's a great point. Is there, it, I said Holly Smith and Nick Saban playing NFL. Do, at, that, at that point, at that point, you gotta realize Travis Hunter, five star recruit, his dream is to go to the NFL. Uh-huh. Right? There is not a single person in college football that is going to get him there as good and train him as well as Deion Sanders. Because he's been there. I'm going to say it again. Deion Sanders is probably the best corner to ever play in the NFL. Like, is that a crazy statement? Jimmy. Is that this, crazy? He's, this, it, is, this is my exact words. It's crazy. He's one of the, for sure. He's, he's, he's yeah. top. He tops he's a lot top of lists. Five. Yeah, he tops a lot of lists, for sure. At, one of the best returners of all time, too. Probably second to Devin Hester. Today at 11 a.m., these are my exact words. Travis Hunter, they're talking about Nick Saban and Jackson State, whatever. And I said, Travis Hunter was never going to Alabama in the first place. They're talking about how Nick Saban wanted to talk about them. He had, they had nothing to do with Travis Hunter. Now, what so, were the official comments from Nick Saban about Jackson State? He said that State? you saw what they did last year at Jackson State getting that Division One player, and they bragged about it in the news. So, that's, so he's just more mad about it. He wasn't really tearing them down. He's but he, just, he's but he said, but he gave a number. He said they gave a million dollars to that kid. Yeah. So he's, which so really this all goes I back said, to the NIL. I said, how many snaps did Nick Saban take in the NFL? Doesn't matter. I said, just saying, was, why wouldn't Travis Hunter want to go to Jackson State? Jackson State, especially at a time right now where HB, HBCU numbers are really high and Hunter plays the same position or one of the same position that Sanders did, and their team is damn good. Yeah. Like, listen, and yeah. obviously, like, it's easy for, like, the public to be like, why didn't you go to Alabama? Why didn't you exactly? Go? None of those people are Travis Hunter. None of those people know what's best for him. Yeah, the the person that knows what's best for Travis Hunter is him and his family. Yep. So it to to go out and say like he messed up by not going to Alabama or whatever. Like, 
why are you doing yeah, that? Yeah, that's not, like, no, it's not your you're business. Not, you're not qualified it's not your to, business. to comment on that. No. Right? That's not your business. It's 100%. a Twitter, it's pretty much Twitter and it, troll. And it's, it is. And it's, it I, is. I, will, it's I will admittedly say it's really easy for someone outside of this field to think that way. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, I'm just trying to think about this objectively, you know, like, there's not going to be, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Got and it. I mean, just, just finishing it off, I guess I'll end on this note. Jimbo even went as far as to say that somebody probably should have, quote, slapped him upside the head as a child. What? Oh, he said wow. that about Saban. Wow. That's how he finished that. Jimbo, Jimbo is speaking from the heart, man. He is. Jimbo he, was riled He was up. speaking from, not the heart. I don't know he, if he was speaking he, from the heart. He, he, he was speaking from the the testicles or something. Yeah, I don't know yeah, where he's he speaking that's from. Just, Wherever that's, the uh, testosterone's they, You better hope yeah. they don't play in Tuscaloosa this yeah. year or else it could be ugly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. October hey, 8th. Let's, let's not so, forget, let's not forget guess, Texas A&M won that game They did year. beat them last year. Now listen, this is also uh, worth noting is that they're going to be sharing a meeting room as soon as May 31st. When the, all these SEC teams come together, they have like their meetings or whatever. So um, he was asked about the potential tension or awkwardness. He says, I don't care. I, you know, I actually quite like confrontation. I've dealt with it all my and life. And he said he didn't answer Saban's phone calls. He did say that. I didn't know that. And Friends who, turn who to are foes. we to believe that Saban's calling Jimbo Fisher? Yeah. Like, come on. Hey, so Saban's not going on the air blasting me like, hey, say, hey, hey, Jimbo, uh, I'm really sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to do that like that on national no, media. I highly doubt that Saban did that. that. I highly doubt that. That's what I'm saying. But to come from my earlier comment, talking about Nick Saban picking on a smaller guy, just stop doing that, man. Yeah, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you're Nick Saban. Deion Sanders is a great thing going for him. Like, Nick, Nick Saban, great you, don't, you don't need to do that. Like, yeah. everyone respects you. Everyone knows how good of a coach you are. You're just... Ah, yeah, I just, I just that's, it, that does not sit well with it me. All, it all it all well it all stems back to these nil deals that are honestly getting quite out of control yeah. for a lot of places. Yeah. And we're gonna see. I think as we move forward, I don't think I know we're going to see regulations because they've already met on this. They're already starting to uh, roll out and introduce these regulations because this has become something and evolved into something that I don't think anyone had, could have predicted the no. scale of which. Yeah. And we don't even, the craziest thing is we don't even hear about the majority of these deals that happen. We hear about the flashy ones. We see the flashy ones, the Texas running back, Dijon, something. Dijon Robinson got a Dijon Lamborghini. Robinson, the Lamborghini. Like, you, like those, haven't, you haven't seen my deal with the gonna, Marquette. Uh, hey, uh, Lamborghini. Well, uh, can you guys give me an NIL deal? Can you guys give me an NIL deal? Uh, Lamborghini, I really want one, please. Please, yeah. pretty, pretty please pretty but please my point is you know we don't we don't see all these we only see yeah. the flashy ones this has become so widespread it's even at the division two level you have uh certain college football programs northwest missouri state is one that comes to mind that now has like they're like a built bar program that like all their stuff is from this certain company that that's pushing it throughout their program it's it floods all of their social media mm. it, it's something that is going to be very he heavily regulated excuse me that's a tough one for some reason and I just I'm interested to see how long it takes for some of those so that red tape to be rolled. I out. feel like there could be like there could be pretty cool opportunities in the UP with like the NIL. Obviously, not like huge like yeah. I'm gonna make fifty like but ah, like region whatever. specific but stuff exactly, would be very like, yeah like a like, little... like like now going off UP, this point if we've got UP companies Togos hey, Togos anybody who wants to uh, you know sponsor our pod you just hit my line and we will get we will get right gonna, working with you on I'm that. gonna I'm gonna talk to my uh, my boss this week the owners of Togos because I could oh, definitely boy. I could definitely get Free something subs going. for the pod I could I could hey, have like we'll a, shout them out we'll it, shout yeah, them out yeah we'll we'll, we'll shout them we'll out have a be sub like right here yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll shout we'll shout out Togos and it'll be like hey like blah blah, blah use this certain coupon Togos code. banner right here we could, we, could, we could throw up a little I could I could get some Togos gear in here. I get some Togos gear here. You guys listen. You guys listen. 
I I am a big I am a big advocate of making sandwiches. I, I love I love food. I uh, shout out to Jim's Tasty Snacks. I've been I've been doing that oh for a while gosh. now. I make food. I talk about food. You know, I just do my thing on that that uh, that whole Snapchat story. That's all you, brother. But uh, yeah, we gotta get Togos in here. I think and I think it's time to get a sponsor. And I think it's time to talk about Deshaun Watson taking the Cleveland Browns offense. To Nassau. Oh. That's the Bahamas. Almost 30 players from Cleveland's offense are heading to Nassau for some bonding time. Is Baker going? That I can, o- <laughs> no. I can only assume this will be full of on and off field workouts and strictly football activities. And some massages. <laughs> oh no. Hey, I was thinking more about Come on. I was thinking more I was thinking more I, along I the lines of like we left that out of hey, there. Seriously, there yeah. like there could be some massages. I'm not saying Kay. that. Hey, I was thinking more along the lines of going it's to the like, water park or something. You know, Atlantis, you know Atlantis no. and the Bahamas. Actually, to to change the topic here, Abrupt, abruptly, I want to change the topic here. Thank you. Um, so, at, so in uh, in the Bahamas, there's something called Atlantis, and there's this giant slide. It's humongous. You been there? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh yeah. Sick. Oh yeah. And I'm at the top of the slide. You look down, and you go down through a little tunnel through a shark tank. Shut up. You're I me. I promise you. Pull it up. You're pull, pull it up. Me. Pull it up. Pull it up. I'm gonna take your word. For pull it, it up. You really want me to? Okay. Oh, pull it up right All now. Right, well, keep Atlant- talking. About it. Atlantis Shark Tank water slide. This is one of the craziest things. Like ever? Can you see sharks when you're down there? Oh yeah, you're going through, and there's just freaking sharks swimming right past you. And you're 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 closed in the tunnel. Like you're gonna. You're Can gonna... they see you? Like oh yeah. <laughs> no, he's Yo, actually he's I, not kidding. I promise you. Pull it up on the screen. Yeah. Okay. This this is a that is a water slide. Dude. Look at look at that. I don't know. Look at that. Let me let me try. I, the sharks were not my favorite animal when I was swimming right next to them. Pretty terrifying, actually. So it you is. really just go right through this? Guy. Oh yeah, try to get like the POV shot of. Like, oh yeah, no, hey, we're getting like, it. We're getting it pulled up right now. Don't you worry, and then pal. you get through here. Hold on, we're I gonna. Don't know if you can see it, we're gonna get many, this up. How many views did this have? Here we are, and we're going through. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it is certainly very dark right now. Hold on, I yeah. think we're. I think oh. we're going through the slide. Oh. Yep. Okay. Oh. No, we're going back to I don't remember it being this dark. I could like see the sharks. Oh boy, here we go. Wait, and then you go. What? We're stuck oh, in some there, type that, of holding that's, that's area. That's it. That's it. Oh this my! Is the sharks. It. And you just you just sitting there, and the sharks are just swimming around you, dude. No way, uh, dude. I pr- I promise, because because you go down this giant. You're telling me thing. there's dude. a piece. There's a piece of glass dude, between you. And sharks. Oh, yeah, there, there, is. Right there. there is. You see that? Yeah. Dude, I I was not lying that's to you sick. guys. This this was like the oh coolest. My gosh. Like when I when I hear the Bahamas and Atlantis and like NASA, this is what I think of. <laughs> Could you imagine freaking Shark Tank water slide? Wyatt Teller going down that slide in the Browns offense? Oh my gosh, dude, dude! Not to mention like Deshaun imagine Watson if they broke it. The boys are on a private jet paid for by Deshaun Watson. That, oh my gosh, there it is! <laughs> I hope the, I hope the viewers can see this because they are they, just dude. They are I've giant little sharks. Got it pulled oh my gosh. Is it under them? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Look I at just, that thing. I just pray that those things never break. <laughs> if I was on that thing and it broke, I would be. Literally, like Dude, shaking. That is unreal. Well, the yeah. pressure would be insane. You'd that die. is, that is the unreal. Pressure under there wouldn't it be like crazy? Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Because like, I don't know how. I don't know if that's like real, like outside. Because maybe there's like an underground tunnel to the ocean. And the sharks are actually like in Because because here's the thing, Atlantis is right off the beach, right? So I'm thinking maybe perhaps that their natural habitat is the ocean. Yeah, correct. I mean, I, I, I think just, I think that's a pretty easy it, claim, there. right? 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 <laughs> right? Let me let me let me let me elaborate. Let me elaborate. Let me elaborate. Let me elaborate. Maybe maybe like I I would hope that they're not like 
stuck there. Maybe they can like swim back yeah, under. Hey. You know, I mean, I, that's all I'm thinking. Maybe it's like a like a two month agreement. Yeah, you know, maybe. They, they yeah. just they just oh, they just it's they like just, a ten day. Yeah, I, I just they, hope they we're doing all right in there. Yeah, there's a guy Isaiah Thomas during the 2020 yeah. NBA season. Yeah. Hey, like, uh, just uh, bouncing around like, team team. Uh, gotta tell gotta tell the family. Hey, going to work a few shifts at Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll back. be right back. I'll be back uh, in the coral reef by dinner time. We'll go out and get some shellfish. Put your fin up, sweetie. We'll go we'll go look for some sea lions to munch on later. Jesus, but that that aside, this. Uh, this Cleveland trip, um, uh, that that news was was very interesting to me. Deshaun is obviously trying to, and I would assumingly successfully winning over his teammates because you always talk about yeah. quarterbacks um, buying things for their offensive line. Joe Shiesty last year, Joe Burrow got him the the iced out uh, some type of buff or like, uh, not buff, uh Rolex or something. I, I, a shock, Just some new drip. That's shock, yeah, yeah, but some type of drip. really expensive watch for them to give up seven sacks in the Super Bowl. So. Hey, you know what? You know I what? They, the gifts always. It, it's because they didn't have their watches on. That's he's probably exactly. It's why. also. It's also. I will say this: seven sacks in the Super Bowl. Do you know who they were blocking in the Super Bowl? I do. They were blocking man, like the, the best, like the best defensive player of all time, and then like a top ten to fifteen defensive player of all time in Von Miller. Like you got to remember. Yeah, like, no, very true. And, 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 then, and then, I mean, you and remember, he was playing like, like yeah. vin- I wouldn't say vintage, but like that Denver team, like when yeah. they won, he had that MVP. He was playing on almost that same caliber. I would have to go back. I'd have to go back and look, but I believe Von Miller had a ninety plus PFF grade in the Super Bowl. I would have to look for that stat, really? but I, I remember looking at it because his two best performances in his career are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Denver game and yeah, the, the, the Carolina game. game, and then the. Talk uh, about Cincinnati performing game. big on, on big time stages. That's sick. I did Von, not know that. Von they Miller just bench him the whole year, and then just play him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Von Miller is. Uh, it's Von Miller, and like I said earlier, well, Von it, it'd be it'd be really tough for any offensive lineman, let alone the Bengals' offensive line, who's not very good, to block guys like that. Didn't Von know? Miller go to the Bills? What? I don't. Know. Is this action? Before God. I had the video pulled up, now so relax, relax. Oh. We gotta. We're gonna. We're gonna touch on it, but touching doing my now. Boy Tariq dirty, now, man. okay. Before we before we watch the video oh. now. <clears throat> Excuse me. We we talked about it in the introduction. Tariq Cohen. He's currently a free agent. The former Bear running back. He ruptured his Achilles on a live. We have the video. I'm it's, not gonna I, watch it. You know what? I pulled I'm it up. It's not gruesome. It. You can't see anything, uh, and it's okay. very publicly available on social uh, media. I figure, you know, we'll take a look at it here because, like I said, I'm not gonna have the volume on because you can hear the Achilles pop, and I like, do not want to go through that. I do not want the people watching to go through that because that's no. what makes it really gruesome. Yeah, and so and like his reaction after, just like that's how you know is when you like yeah. So so here it is. We're gonna we're gonna take it here. And the volume. I think I'm gonna throw up. I think I'm gonna throw up. I think I'm gonna throw up. That I would take uh, I would take the blame Ooh. for that one. I feel like it's, 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 it's like it's like it's like that one scene from Step Brothers and like the, the Nancy. What's the other guy's name? I forgot. I forgot his oh name. Oh my but they, gosh. They, they told Dale and Brennan they're gonna get divorced. And they, they, they started. They needed to start crying. I think that's oh, still so playing. Good. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, that we gotta turn this off. Man. What are we doing? Volume, what are we doing? Man? Volume is off now. What are we doing? But, don't watch anymore. Yeah, Keep it out. It's getting it's getting off the screen here. Don't worry. But that is a that is a video. I'm getting it off here. I gotta get it off the screen. That is a video worth watching though. I mean, that's unreal for that to happen to. But the thing is, like, I don't like understand that. 
Oh, he was gosh. doing a drill that everyone else, like everyone else, does. Yeah. Like, I but don't that's, wanna, but that's, that's, that's how those injuries. That's, that's just, just how those luck, injuries man. work. Those a lot of those uh, ruptured Achilles <sighs> are are usually non-contact injuries that just happen like that. You see that in the NBA sometimes too, when you make those. Kobe did it. Quick KD change of direction. Yeah, unreal. But we will be uh, rooting for his recovery. I'm gonna have to go back and look at the audio on that video and probably mute part of that so yeah, that the, our uh, viewers do couple, not. A couple. Uh, Misuses of vocabulary took place. Yes, we might yeah. be uh, going through and doing a little editing on that one. Oh, yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, uh, Yeah, that's okay. Was there, was we'll, there uh, enough bomb in there? Yeah, there, there might have been. There perhaps, might have been. But perhaps. the viewers won't be hearing it. They will not be. Isn't that fantastic? They'll be hearing a bleep. Because we don't do things live here. So no, we do not. If you're watching this, just yeah. know that was not live. No. Not. I've had the yeah. chance to go through and scrub yeah. through it. Um, yeah. But, fellas, uh, finishing off our, our, our NFL talk here. Oh, no. Did we talk about Jair yet? No, we did not. We, we talked about we him in the briefly opening. We did briefly. So, yeah, we talked about the how yeah, so Justin Fields and let's, the NFC North. Let's finish on this note. Jair Alexander, cornerback, uh, he signs a huge extension with the pack, that being the Green Bay Packers. Four years, $84 million, $30 million of that guaranteed. Guess what? It's all signing bonus. So you know what his base salary is going to be well, this like year? A dollar? It's like a million dollars. Yeah, which, mean, not a okay, dollar, like, oh, a million dollars. But like for Jair Alexander, that's like nothing. That's the but, base but you, you get thirty million dollars. You begin to think bonus. though, what? What's, it's what it's, it's one million this year. What's what's it next year? So that's what that's where it gets interesting. And, be, talk and about the thing is, the they're doing cap. the same thing with Watson, aren't it'd they? Be, it'd be yeah, it'd be interesting to see bit. how he plays this year and how he plays next year. I'm just saying. I will say, hey, I will say before you get into that kind of, well, you just got thirty mil road. I'm just saying, yeah. it's just it's it's a, it's a it's a money game. Before you go down that path. His cap this year is very low. His cap next year, I believe, is also very low. But after that, it jumps to like over $20 million. Mm -hmm. Now, that is because the Packers, much like many NFL teams, are anticipating a very large jump in the salary cap. You know why that is? Lucrative broadcasting deals and lucrative gambling deals. deals excuse me. Because now that sports gambling is being legalized in so many states, more more. we're going to have teams that will have an official gambling partner and here they're very have, soon. And um, so I uh, to add to that, Kobe... Was, you're going on a good path with that. I so like it. Thank the you. Bears, the Bears' new stadium that they're pitching to the, the city of Chicago is going yep. to be going to be in Arlington Heights. The rumor around the block is that there's going to be a sports book attached to yep. the stadium. And that's just – we're talking about earlier how gambling is getting incorporated in sports, and that's just going to bring more money in for the league. I mean, I, gambling has I, always been a part of sports. Yeah. I think the better the better term is being legalized, legalized legally in sports. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, I you know I, I'm not a big gambler. You know, I – don't really gamble much, but it, I I like to compete, you know. So I'm not gonna rule it out for the future, but I uh, at the moment I do not gamble. There you go. Thank you for leaving that definitive. I was going to make sure you left it with that. Absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely, son of a gun. Kobe, absolutely. Um, but that it's very interesting. Like you could be in the future here. Um, talk about after we move on from college. Like you're gonna go put some bets on an NFL game. Like if you're gonna go bet on the Lions, you're gonna go do it with this company. Like our soul, like our gambling or our. Uh, you know, what? what's the correct term, gambling, or uh, is there a different term for it? Why am I? Anyways, like our stakes partner. Like we will have an official partner with the team. I think that's something that we could definitely see here in the very uh, near future. So uh, anyways, that's kind of how that's going to work. His base salary for the first year or two is going to be very minimal as far as a cap hit goes. But then if you move on to those later years, that deal, I believe it's either the second or third year, it makes a huge jump to over $20 million. Yeah. So now you're dealing with a guy like that is going to be costing $20 million. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Bakhtiari, Kenny Clark is on a pretty big deal as far as the cap hit goes. Uh, there are a few others, I think. But um, with that core of guys, it's going to be taking up a large chunk of that Green Bay money. Now, 
That is a huge reason why they ended up getting rid of Devontae Adams. The boy, Devontae Adams, of course, sending him out to uh, the Raiders to be with his uh, college Las sweetheart. Las Vegas. Exactly. Las um, Vegas. So it'll be interesting to see how they do some money juggling and salary cap gymnastics as it has been Isn't done. Isn't that the salary the cap gymnastics? I like that one. Isn't Isn't that I'm going to use that more often. I now. stole that from someone. Is Nevada? So. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, La- is Las Vegas uh, the city of love? It is now. Mm, I think it's With Derek I think Carr it's, and Devontae. I, think, I, think it's it the city, I believe it's the city of sin. They call it Sin City. Oh, okay. it's quite, op, quite the opposite yeah. of love. Literally, what's, could not be more city opposite of love. Of what you just said. What city uh, of love? Paris. Paris, France is the city of love. That is a little bit different than. Are you sure? Uh, Paris, love. France is the city of love. Uh, you can look it up right now. <laughs> Paris. I'm just gonna take your word for it, Paris, Dude, I, If we're done talking about the NFL, shout out, Luke, shout out to Luke. Gonna, shout shout out to Luke Stark. We've already, we've he lives in yeah. France. I had a weird vision. We were sitting here on an interview with Coach uh, Conrad. Is it? Yeah, Coach Conrad, front of the we show. We were in like a McAfee type setup. You guys had you three were standing like on a on the thing or like on the table, like <laughs> talk, shooting the you know shooting the crap, or whatever. And I had my little own segment where like the. Like the camera went over. It was like, what did what did Schefter do today? And it was like a board of all Adam Schefter's like <laughs> dumbass tweets <laughs> and his antics. Can we, can we, can we start we, that? Uh, right. Yeah, I, it would be our new thing. I'm game. I just I'm thought game. of it. I literally just thing. thought of it. I was like, yeah. I come down here for like 15 minutes, yeah. even when Ty's here, and yeah. just be like. Here's Adam Schefter's tweets of the day. Uh, this is when he sounds like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You know, like as much as much as that sounds appealing, <clears throat> that'd be a hater move. It would be a hater yeah. move. That and would I would be a hater move. You know what? Listen, like, I know, like, I would Adam be 100% Schefter. here for a hater move. Yeah. My only problem with it is that means I have to talk about Adam Schefter on yeah. a regular basis. And I don't think, I don't think, guys, you know, Kobe, not a big fan of Adam Schefter. Hater. I am a Recently, hater. Self-proclaimed hater. Prior to the whole Dwayne Haskins uh, press report, I was not an Adam Schefter hater. I actually watch his uh, football clips sometimes. You know, I, I think he's, uh, he's good at his job. However... What he said about Dwayne Haskins was inexcusable. I don't know he apologized, but it was kind of corny. Yeah, it was pretty corny apology. By directing everyone yeah, to his podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's a yeah, piss yeah, me yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. What I, you know, if you wanted to really, really if you wanted to publicly address it, you should have said it on national television. So that's what that's what I think. That's Agreed. I think. But uh fellas, we've uh we've eaten up the time for today. I was oh. expecting to be a little bit short episode. I was mistaken by a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna have a little bit of editing to go back yeah. and uh and do here, yeah. but um Hey, that was a fun one. That was yeah, actually that was, that was good. I, I told the people that on Snapchat. That was a really fun I told one. the people on Snapchat they're in for a good one tonight. And they And man, they, you they were best, not lying. They best be tuning in. They best. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, shout out to Tyshawn King. He's not here right now. He's the a boys. He's, he's a member of the pod. Shout out to Tyshawn. I know, I know uh Tyshawn and I bicker a lot on the podcast, but we miss him. We miss him. We, oh, we, we, we hope he comes boy. back. We hope he comes back soon. He's a maybe, part of he's a, all, he's a part of our family. Maybe all four of us he's can part do of our family. sit in the couch next time. We're, yeah, we're, maybe. We're yeah, we'll kick you to the couch. Kate yeah. definitely added some uh, some juice today. Oh, for it was sure. great. Yeah, it definitely. was absolutely fantastic, definitely. fellas. Thank you for joining yep. us. And if you, the listener slash viewer slash both, have made it this far on the podcast, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. From shout the out bottom. my mom, shout out my dad, shout, shout out Grace, shout hearts. out Scooter, Scoot, Scoot.